Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, sir. How are you doing this Thursday evening? I am fine. That's good. Happy Friday Eve. Yeah, I have my tea. I I have um, drinks. I always surround myself by drinks, and that's why, yeah. But Yeah, yeah. Um, I, have, I have my red Solo cup myself right now, so... the pipes will be nice and lubricated (laughs) yeah i'm just i'm staring at this first news item because i feel like it came out of nowhere nowhere for me and i have no idea what you're talking about but yeah apparently kevin feige has teased phase five of the mcu in the 23rd issue june 23rd issue of total film yeah, this was one of those like random things that dropped earlier this week, and in, 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 in between all the Ezra Miller, Miller noise, which uh, <laughs> we'll get to that in a bit. But yeah, so um, yeah, so Total Film they dropped a new issue today. It's um, Sci-Fi Geek Journal. Uh, this this particular issue obviously is focusing on Thor: Love and Thunder, and uh, part of the part of the interview that uh, Kevin Feige gave to total film teased that phase four is is winding down and he is they're planning on announcing some big things for the next phase in the in the coming months so that was the big tease that that came out of this article about phase five of course everybody you know when he talked about how it's going to be a big saga etc so of course everyone on the internet just jumped to oh it's going to be secret wars and mm-hmm. you know, uh, which you know, I know there's like the Secret Invasion series with Samuel L. Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn and stuff. So there, you know, it's 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 come. I think it's in production now for Disney Plus and other tie-ins to to potential Secret Wars. You know, given that we have all the multiverse stuff now, so uh, that was that was it. And, and of course, you know, we'll have Disney 23 D23 coming out. Uh, I think in September. If I recall, and of course, uh, you know, we also have Comic Con coming up this next month. So, and I think the Marvel Studios is supposed to be there. So, there's definitely some two b- big events coming up over the next few months to where I'm sure we'll be getting a lot more info from from the man who can do no wrong, Kevin Feige. <laughs> <laughs> and from the man who can do no wrong to talking about the DCU and their Ezra Miller. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's funny. I know last week before we started recording, we were we just talked offline about all this Ezra Miller stuff, just starting to catching up on the latest craziness. And then today it was just like, wow. Uh, well, there's a couple of things that, you know, over I think over the weekend, I think Deadline did had an article about all of Ezra's antics up to that point and mm-hmm. and and how and one of the things they did note was that the the studio actually did try to get him some help but you know help you can only all you can do is just lead lead the person to the help they they, they you can't force them to do it and uh and uh, apparently sources basically were like after the flash assuming that it come the flash comes out which i mean it's a 200 million dollar film so it's going to come out in some form or fashion Maybe I don't know after this latest stuff. Who knows? But um, yeah, but they were just like, nope, 
this this will be it. Ezra is not going to be assuming that there are any future better, you know, D- DC films that feature the Flash. Ezra Miller will not be the Flash. So that was that was earlier this week. And then today, I guess there was a story, I guess, in a Rolling Stone um, magazine that talked about Ezra being in Vermont on this lady's on this with this 25 year old mom with three kids, ages one to five. And apparently they're all holed up there. And it's apparently the place is a big cannabis farm and and they're. Fire, unsecured firearms all over the place at this at this house, and I guess the, the kid's father apparently went to try to you know get the kids out of the situation because it's just clearly you know from what it sounds like it sounds like a very unstable, dangerous situation. Of course, you know the the counterpoint to this is I think the ex-wife or to to the for the kid's father was saying no 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 the, the father's actually abusive so it just sounds like it's a whatever is going on here it's just a big mess that you know these i, I saw someone tweet probably the best tweet ever is like you know this is the difference between marvel and dc because you know in dc when marvel saw the issues with terrence howard they cut there whenever they didn't invite him to come back as roadie whereas dc is just like oh yeah we'll just roll with this right nothing to see here <laughs> I, I I don't feel like they're doing that. I feel like they're in a very precarious situation where, like you said, they have a $200 million film. Yeah. He's a star. They've already shot it. They've already spent the money. Yeah. It has Michael Keaton. There was all this momentum. It's a huge character who's appeared in other films. And so yeah. people know him as The Flash. Like, this isn't yeah. his debut in any way. Right. And... And so, and yet all of this is coming out and now the story has ch- changed and, and they're, they're scratching their head because there's the ethical thing to do, but there's mm-hmm. also, they already lose so much money on their DC stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the sad, that's the funny thing about it. Actually. So some of the things actually have been profitable. I mean, I think Aquaman was like a billion dollar film. No, I know it was, it was a joke. Will I, I know yeah. that movies are successful despite my personal opinion about the quality of the dc yeah. universe no, no. yeah now you're you are true about batman v superman that is that you can say that yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um but regardless i think that they are they are trying to figure out how what to do i'm not surprised i was not i was I was not surprised if somebody's going to come out and say, "Yeah, Warner Brothers is officially done with Ezra Miller." It's like, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> like you, anything you, beyond this. The question is, what do you do with this current film? Right. And especially because I'm sure Michael Keaton is like, "This is why I never wanted to go back there." <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, I mean, I just, you gotta hate it for Michael Keaton and even Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, because this was uh, and because Andy Machete as well. I mean. This film was going to be a, a real like game changer and was going to be like the flagship to to kick off the the, the next phase of DC films. And and now, you know, with all the shit that's been going on with Ezra, it's just like it, at least you know, at least for the chattering geek class, which, you know, which is, you know, the, the echo chamber of Twitter is is not necessarily real life as we all know. 
but you know that's going to be they there there are enough influencers in the in the chattering geek class that will you know, really make it very difficult for this film to do well and like you said that's the big conundrum that dc that warner discovery's having it now because on the one hand it's like well you know how many you know there are a lot of people who will still go see this film because they are probably not following this stuff very closely right and also they're probably in dc and warner's probably also thinking well we have it slated for june of 2023 right now so maybe stuff will die down but I mean, every single day it seems that there's something new in the headlines for this guy. So, and even if, I mean, I think even if it'll die down, people are going to immediately bring it up the next time you drop a trailer. Right. The yeah. next time you try, like it's the 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 headlines can go away, but I think something that big for those mm-hmm. who know about it. Um, especially if they are following this and telling people go see movies or whatnot, I think that that, that, that it's always going to be associated with it. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's just, I mean, <laughs> easy. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Oh man. The, yeah, the new owner is like, man. I yeah. I know we joked about it. I think before maybe in our either he. While we're recording, or maybe, or maybe in our offline conversation about like, I like spent all this money for this company, was hoping to have like all these hits, and then I get like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, and the, and this Ezra Miller stuff. I can't just 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 enjoy the properties and just let them stand on their own merit. But no, we gotta like talk about a scandal, <laughs> off the yeah. screen stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. Um. Moving on to other the shows this week, so we did get a Obi Wan Kenobi finale. Yep. Um, Will, what are your thoughts on the finale? Loved it. I I totally unapologetically full throated love the, the the finale. It um, and it's one of those things I think for me. What and I should have, you know, I didn't think about it until until I was preparing for it today. And I think, but and and I guess I've done this, but now I'm gonna say what it is. And that I, you know, one of the things we always talk about with with shows and stuff are stakes, and and we know that we know the end of this story here. So any stakes that or any situation that they put out in this series, at the end of the day, we knew everything was going to work out, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think over, as I was watching the series and, and what I learned to do, and I think why I was able to enjoy it, was I, I reconciled that I know what the outcome is going to be. Mm-hmm. But, I'm wat- but I'm watching this show not because I know... Them, that all the twists and turns i'm what i'm watching it because i want to see how it all happened i mean i know what ends up happening but i want to see the story and i was watching it especially the final finale of i want to see how this happened i want to see why darth vader and a new hope said it's a presence i haven't felt since and you know and, and, and all those moments and then once i got once i realized 
that what I've been doing over the last six weeks as far as watching this series, um, or I guess four weeks, given that they dropped two episodes, whatever. But once I got to that place and realized that what that's what I've been doing, I think that's why I've been able to enjoy the series overall. Wait, you lost me. What? What? Have just you basically. Doing? Just basically, I know what the outcome's going to be. So, mm-hmm. but so I just instead of like quibbling about like there's no stakes because I know what's going to happen, I just right. I, I just enjoyed seeing how all these things, uh, how 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 everything unfolded to get us to the place where we were where we are when we get to a new hope. So I just hmm. I just watched the story for what it is, knowing that yes, I know Luke's not gonna die when Reva goes after him, but I want to see you know I enjoy, I just want to see the story about how Luke was able to not you know not be scarred for getting kidnapped by Reva and 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 so so I was just watching it for 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 what it was, which was just telling me you know sharing the story about what happened and and knowing that. They can't, you know, as far as canon, they're not going to be able to do too many, too much creative liberties with it because if they did, then they would be, you know, break into various rules that we already know and and and, and accept in other live action shows. Right, right. I mean, it was the problem from the get go with this story yeah. is that you're telling. You're you're telling a story that takes place between two very important dates in a well-established universe. So mm-hmm. you're kind of stuck. Um, yep. And they made the and for a lot of people wanted this story to be told, even knowing that. Um, and so I think I think to your point, it is unfair to just criticize the show because of the lack of stakes when going into it like what did what did he expect y'all <laughs> you literally asked for this story they're yeah. telling this story they can't change certain events they did the best that they could and and i think that's why the um the most creative choice i think they had um in terms of overall storytelling was with leia Mm-hmm. Um, and that inclusion and that that very profound relationship, which this finale cemented to me why this show is important. And it goes back to a force or the last. Um, sorry, I keep saying all of the ones except for the movie I'm referencing, but the rise of Skywalker. This mm-hmm. is why Leia named her son Ben. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> because I remember everyone coming out of The Force Awakens and me like, well, why? She hardly, well, what? And this, the, see, the question that y'all forgot about needed to be answered. They finally answered it. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate it. And to me, it it still blows my mind just how similar <laughs> this <laughs> this story is. And I, I know I know it's done purposely is to like the trilogy that we just got. It's it's done a little bit better. It's not as yeah. hokey, yeah. but it's it's still very similar. Um, this finale is fine. I've I've not been hot on this series like from the get go, and and so it's not surprised that Will loves this finale. And I'm like, okay, it was it it did what it was supposed to do. Like I I wasn't 
I wasn't blown away by anything. I wasn't surprised by anything. I wasn't disappointed yeah. by anything. Mm-hmm. I guess, I guess overall, I'm just underwhelmed by this whole we'll thing. Very well, underwhelmed. Um, yeah. But not to a detriment where I'll just nitpick about little things. Um, I did like the moment during the fight sequence mm-hmm. um, with the broken mask and their use of the two voices that we equate with the voice of Anakin and the voice of Vader merging together. I really did like that. I, I wish that that scene had gone on longer though. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was more dialogue, which I guess another reason why I'm so underwhelmed is, is because they could have done so much more with flashbacks. Mm -hmm. They really could have to Mm -hmm. really build up, this the guilt that yeah. Obi felt and the betrayal that because the the prequels are what the prequels are yeah. and and a lot of people wanted more character development so I think I think that there were some things that they could have explored more of ironically yeah. um, but I and so I don't know if it was like a contract issue. Um, or what it was, but it just felt like these episodes were really short. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I I agree with you that the character in the fighting sequence, especially the um, you know when when Obi Wan was trapped under the rocks and stuff, you know clearly they really mind the journey that we've seen with Leia the, the series. Of course, we heard the the voiceover work from the voices from the, from the past uh, with uh, Anakin and, and Luke, uh, you know, visuals of him. And, 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 and so they, they use that. Well, as far as from Obi's perspective, I wish they had done, they did a, a little bit like for a little bit, wish they had done more of Darth in this particular episode's perspective. Uh, during that fight and i mean one thing i'm glad they did not do they just they just let the image satisfy itself is you know he had the high ground <laughs> and i'm glad he did not deliver that line because that would have been like really would have i think would have taken me out of that moment i think right. the visual the visual of it was just pow- powerful in and of itself um but i do wish they would have like had hit his perspective on, on that you know his perspective like from the fight of o- o- Mustafa to like really drive home why he just was so hell bent on getting Obi Wan and and you know and especially because I mean I think you know the series it's overall itself definitely made made Palpatine's um you know boarding speech to, to Vader. Um, why it resonated so much as far as like let it go, and, you know, and so I think you know, so I thought that was a, a good um moment there at the end of at, at the end of the series. Uh, but uh, you know, I do, I, you know, I wish we had a little bit more of that. But the fight, the fight, and and really what I think what did it for me with this finale was the whole fight and i think it was just truly the 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 acting you know 
Ewan McGregor carried the series, and I, and I think that moment when he was and and Darth were having that stare down, and he was looking at the broken, you know, the the helmet split in half, and you know, and the voice, the sound work there, and just like you said, it was just amazing. But the the tears and the you know and you know and the the the, the lightsaber blade, just the whole the whole mood with the the change of the blue and the red, and, you know. It all just like I was just just I watched the episode twice and I, I mean it was just so like powerful for me and 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 really that was the real payoff that I felt like okay yeah this is what this this is as I said this is why I wanted this story to be told and I just rode with it as it as it came to me instead of like you know my fandom story that I had concocted in my head how how this intervening years had 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 trans, transpired, but this 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 confrontation that we had been been the fight of the century as we we rematch of the century whatever you want to call it have been teased about it, it paid off for me a hundred percent and I I really really loved it and you know and as I was watching it and like how he talked about how he. I'm I you know I killed Anakin Skywalker and just tying up those bows from all the threads from A New Hope and just you know it just landed different this has landed for me really well and then also just thinking about you know the end of in end of Rebels uh, season two landed for me you know again similar similar situation except it was Ashoka and and Vader and again landed this this all those things have landed for me as a fan that uh, was very satisfying. So, you know, the main, the, the and, and the big takeaway for me too, was just like, Obi-Wan, you had him twice. And if you had just, I, I get it on the stopper, but you know, and I know you can't break the rules because <laughs> you can't kill him, but it's just like, just, just thinking how the whole story would have like, you know, if Obi-Wan had just finished the job and, if how things could have turned out differently for the galaxy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Um, well, we but don't know. What, yeah, we don't know. What yeah. would have happened. Like, this yeah. isn't a what if. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not a what if. Yeah. That's what that's the next Star Wars I need to do. Star Wars. What if? What if Anakin? What if Obi-Wan had finished off Vader? <laughs> oh, but seriously, what if? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> and on that what if note, how about we go to um the mcu with kamala khan who um meets the jinn Mm -hmm. and and also all signs are indicating she is part jinn maybe why do you say maybe well you know the blue skin you know i thought I, i tossed this out here a lot this out last week and 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 then when i saw the opening of this week's episode i saw the, the she's free yeah okay interesting I mean, yeah but it was her great grandmother who was in that temple too mm-hmm. at the beginning right yeah yeah so it's the great grandmother and you know as we talked as we established last week the great grandmother and uh, cameron's uh, mother are two different people yeah. So it was very clear that was the great grandmother, and then uh, yeah, and then um, uh, I can't remember her name. Yeah, but Cameron's mother, yeah, was the other person there. Right. Right. 
She didn't look Cree. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying they got the bangle from the Cree. That's oh yeah, yeah. yeah I I yeah. know that. That's where yeah. I was just like because I okay. I said Kamala's part part um oh part Jin yeah yeah I, I said okay. Kamala's part Jin yeah 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 well yeah. sorry yeah <laughs> it's I'm sorry. so it's confusing a, sorry I didn't mean to confuse you there yeah, the bangle I, the bangle. <laughs> was once held by a Cree. I wouldn't say it is Cree. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there, cause I've, I, I actually did a little bit of research. Okay, guys, I, I listened to a few things and they explained all the Easter eggs because let's face it, I'm not going to read anything about this, but um, yeah. So, so I, I'm starting to understand the hints and, and I forgot about it. I forgot Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel appeared at the end of Shang-Chi. That's right. right. She did. I have forgotten that too. She did. And and this episode we open and there's a clear Ten Rings reference and then we have the Kree reference. Mm -hmm. And and so I like the subtlety. I can appreciate the subtlety because sometimes, or not sometimes, majority of time with these Marvel shows, there's a lot of obvious Easter eggs. Mm Mm-hmm. But this this time, the Easter eggs are taking a big backseat to the story that they're telling with Kamala and her family and <laughs> her culture. And and I I totally understand why it makes it makes a lot of sense. Um, and and I like that. I I like that they are they're wanting you to all go on this journey with Kamala. Mm-hmm. And then when you least expressed it, they will remind you this, that this is leading to a greater story. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But but they're going to hold out because they don't want anybody going all like hypothesis theory and boosting their expectations or anything. But um, I, yeah, this episode was good. I, I like I like that we got a bad guy, even though they started off good with a very like quick switch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like maybe that was something missing with the first few episodes. Yeah. Even though this is an origin story where where we're we're they're they're trying to tell this origin story in a very quick pace. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I wanted to say. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, three of there with my Cree, like just getting my get my my Cree and my Jin, like um, you know, mixed up there. But but I hear you. Uh, I, you know, I was okay with the quick because the quick change because you know normally we are like and I, and I think back to like Moon Knight and some other and other shows as well where you know we just we hit, we we get these middle episodes of just like just just filler for lack of a better term that just kind of muddles along and we're kind of like mm, okay but and then they like and then they like get to the fifth episode and then we're all like oh shit they gotta like they gotta like wrap up a lot of stuff you know from that that they they do this big reveal in the penultimate and then we just have the you know the finale to wrap all these all these threads up so i'm glad that like you said, that I think they did the structural structurally. I'm liking the way that they're they're rolling this season out so far. Uh, with okay, we'll 
make you you know we just quickly get to who the real who who was one of the two you know big bads for this season and and so that, that i think that that's really gonna work well moving forward because we like you said i mean given all the other little easter eggs that they they gave that they've given to us so far uh this 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 is a good lead in to to uh to what will ultimately lead her to to the to the marvels film that we'll see down down the road right and and on top of that um they also um are doing a good job about bringing in um social topics mm, yeah and and to to make this make this world where there these superheroes are known <laughs> yeah yeah um and 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 ground it a lot more in um re, the the world that we know um minus yeah. the superheroes and and i i found it interesting as as we do both of these shows to, um talk about these simultaneously and they're on total opposite sides of the um the <laughs> rated scale yeah, yeah. It, it it is very interesting to see similar not even similar but um yeah the the, yeah. the commentary that um both the boys and miss marvel have shed um yeah on on certain characters yeah yeah i mean i, I mean i think you know, with the the department of damage control um and and and, and they're they're profiling um and and with with kamala and so i mean this right you know you're, you're right i mean there's just so many things and just also various insensitivities like you know and you know and i've talked about this you know on our prior reviews of the show and and i you know every it seems like every episode it just like it continues to like speak to me because I, I, I like having familiarity with uh south asian and, mm-hmm. and just old you know and and cultural norms and as far as you know not only that but also muslim and hindu and other you know other other things uh it you know just you know for example whenever they walked into the temple into the mosque and then take their shoes off i was like oh boy <laughs> it's just it's like you just you just know whenever you go into a mosque or a hindu temple or whatever shoes off even when you come into a, a you know even in person's home i mean it's just like you don't wear your shoes in the house it's like disrespect so it's just like you know those things and then the profiling like oh we you know we got you know like to your point about the the boys you know which one that we'll get to with a train and things with blue hawk here soon but you know but in miss marvel they're like oh we you know we're looking for a brown person <laughs> we got the brown one <laughs> you know it wasn't right. necessarily kamala it was just like oh we got one of the gen she's brown that's the one we want you know so i mean it's it's just you know all those little beats that i think this sh- this is why this show i think the more i watch it is 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 like marvel the, the mcu they tried it they, they tried it in falcon and winter soldier and they tried it you know in, in other shows along the way but 
the 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 creative team from from this with this show saw all the things that were that were done in, in the prior MCU shows and like so far have, have learned how to adapt the, the, these cultural elements organically into the story that I felt sometimes felt a little that or just that that still flowed naturally. Whereas like in Falcon and Winter Soldier, it was like just kind of like beating you over the head obvious with it. Yeah. There, there, there's more authenticity with, mm-hmm. with how the show is is being written and structured. Um, it, it's it's interesting that they can have those beats that um, are similar to what the boys what the boys writers do, um, and yet the the tone is totally opposite. Where this is very much a lighthearted family mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, just because it's a family show, there is, there are important, like, it's not all happy go lucky. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's um, important. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, it's, yeah. It's really teaching those, it's really like hitting those lessons and, you know, in a, in a way it's just like, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's just very, you know, where, like I said, we're Falcon and Winter Soldier, where we had Sam giving that speech at the end that was just sort of like, Oh, you know, it, it was so like inauthentic and forced, and it was like you tell it like forced it into the story. Here, it's just like here's what's going on, y'all. Yeah, because I don't think it's a lesson. I think yeah. that the way that this show is using it, and the way the boys use it, is it's more like no, this is real. Like this is the world. Mm-hmm. We're, we're not trying to stand on a podium and tell you say anything or have a big speech about it. We're we're um, writing this world so that it aligns with with reality more. Yeah. yeah. Um, and 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 that's why, to your point, it comes off. Um, it's more relatable as opposed to hit you over the head and just like, like, here's why racism is bad. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, yeah that's we, exactly we know, it. We know. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I think, yeah, and, and like I said, I mean, it, it's just, it just flows. I mean, there was some moments where I thought Falcon and Winter Soldier, for example, just keeping it within the MCU was getting, it was trying to get to that place. But it just, again, there were just, there were, it, there were moments where it just felt, felt forced. Here, it's just very natural. And, and it's just, you know, and I, I think it's a real service that the writers are doing to, for, for all the characters and, 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 and Miss Miss Marvel, um, that that they are um, just allowing them to be just just na- norm just normal well not normal but normal I guess They're more authentic three dimensional yeah more authentic reactions and yeah I mean like yeah I mean like Nakia and and Kamala's interaction is just feel and even Bruno it, it just feels more natural instead of very stilted we're acting this it's more it's more like oh we were you know if you didn't know any better you would think these people were real friends in real life even not not yeah. that's not just putting on a performance or Brian poor yeah. Brian or Brian yeah <laughs> Brian um yeah and and I just can't wait for them to explain the Brown Jovi backstory (laughs) where we get like a music video or something i don't know we need a video we yeah if they can do it he should show up in thor 
Love and Thunder for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. If we can do a video and a special YouTube um, video for Falc for uh, the the Captain America the musical, <laughs> we can we can definitely do uh, we can definitely get one for uh, a watch watch one drop tomorrow. <laughs> Brown. You know, it's funny because last week we were talking about Joker 2 and how it's going to be a musical and we haven't seen this genre do mm-hmm. a musical. And then I watched the next night, I watched The Boys and Same. their yep. musical number. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just thinking to myself, it's like they know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they, they, they were tipped off about that and they're like, no, we're going to do it first and it's going to be really cute and hokey. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, we're even going to foreshadow it in the first episode where there's a similar moment and oh man yeah. I thought that was so great I, I thought about you as soon as I saw I, I didn't I got spoiled on Twitter that they had it there was a musical but then I thought I thought about our conversation yeah <laughs> yeah like, yeah poor Frenchie I mean yeah. he finally gets it he finally gets what he has wanted for three seasons both of them and then it it kind of their moment gets taken away Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they still had it. They still had the kiss. Yeah. Um, but we will see what where that leaves them with um Frenchie being taken. Um, but to I mean to go into the boys' latest episode, um, and to continue what we were just talking about with Kamala, um, yeah, the A Train and Blue Hawk scene, mm. um. Soup lives matter. I just, <laughs> you know, I just like, like just it is so obvious, and yet it totally. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I did. I, you know, it was like I cringed and I laughed at the same time, just like I did as soon as I heard it the first time when I watched that episode. Because this is the genius about this show. I, I was like. This episode really reminded me why I love the boys. Mm-hmm. I mean, it hit, you know, because it really, you know, they, 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 there was the moment, you know, it's the boys, so you're going to have your violent moments and stuff. But they kind of dialed that stuff back this week and just really just focused on, like, a lot of these character moments. And and and, and these moments, like, A-Trained, like, you know, when I think, well, you know, just you know, when you think about A Train, I think where he was like spoofing the uh, the Pepsi commercial, and then we get to this, you know, and, and then we have this 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 scripted corporate moment, and I, and I think about like Pride Month and like all the like corporate and, and Juneteenth. I mean, just you know, just happened, you know, this just last this past weekend, and and how corporate America like latches on to like these really important things and then try to commercialize it. And I think about, and I think about the boys in this moment where, you know, Blue Hawk gives this like inauthentic speech, <laughs> this fake speech, you know, because black lives matter. And, and then when he's really challenged on it and his reaction again, like we see happen, and it was just, it was just in this whole, you know, the, you know, the whole all lives matter crowd and everything. It just like, it, it was just genius. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I, this episode also reminded me how brilliant this show can be. And, um, 
talking about a train what i what i found interesting is he's the one who gets live wire killed mm-hmm. in the previous so so he what how they use these characters in the oh they they can be like their morals can be put back in place oh no they can't you know right. mm-hmm. like and they've done that. And I think the difference with this season and previous season is, is they've done that pretty consistently with the soup characters. Right. Um, and um, this season in particular, we're seeing that done to the actual heroes, to the mm-hmm. boys, with mm-hmm. Butcher, um, who's no longer sober and has now had sex with Maeve. Yeah. Again, did not see that one coming. Yeah. I, 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 whenever I was watching it, I was just like, "Are they? They're not going." They did. They did. Like, they they like, sure did. And yeah. what? And I don't know if I missed it. Um, but how did Homelander figure that out? I don't. I don't understand. Yeah. Um. That they that was like a big plot hole where I'm just like, but seriously, how did you know? <laughs> Maybe he sniffed. I. Did, Maybe he ferreted out Butcher's DNA order or something. I don't know. Maybe too 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 much information, but <laughs> but but regardless, like I that was immediately discarded as soon as like they get into co- the confrontation, mm-hmm. and and see even when she tells him at the end, I hated every minute of it. A part of me is like. I don't know why, but I'm still on the fence. Like yeah, yeah. we don't know they they haven't done flashbacks about that relationship. And so I'm just I'm very curious. Like we still don't really even understand how they met or what we don't know the events. So there's still there's a lot that we don't you can see that how it might have changed, but to his point, he's like at, at some point. Like it had to have been something else, mm-hmm. and it's and he's clearly like, if she hated it that much or hated him that much, I I don't know why he's still holding on the way he is, because mm-hmm. if we think about every all the other female characters he's killed, mm-hmm. who he's also had sex with, um, like. Yeah. I don't know. Homelander isn't a sentimental person, but there's something about Maeve. So it just, it, bo- it boggles my mind. <laughs> like you, that, you, and, and, I've, and I think that's a few episodes ago, I said, I miss Maeve. And that's the reason why I miss Maeve, because there's, there's this, this very um, blurry history between yeah. those two that, that is very interesting. It's just like his dynamic um with um stan edgar where Mm -hmm. like you you don't know all the details about their history but they clearly know each other very well and know so it's just i don't know it's this episode it was also interesting because they kind of they kind of put homelander on the bench in a way where he was very much the pulling strings doing business stuff Mm-hmm. And, and and it and and not so much action from him. Um, we got more action from Blue Hawk and from the the very last moments and from Soldier Boy. But yeah, yeah. Um, which Soldier Boy, Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man. Yeah. 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 I, I love how they parallel that moment from uh, from the end of uh, yeah Captain America uh, for sure. But you're right. You know, I was thinking thinking back to your com- or your points about Homelander and Maeve, and and it's sort of like same with same with Stan Edgar. I mean, I don't. It, it, with, with with Homelander, maybe I don't I don't think it's that video of what happened on the plane that like holds him back from doing anything to her. Oh, I mean, absolutely not. No. Yeah, I, I just think that's just sort of like you know I know and, and I know Annie and and Maeve and everyone thinks that oh yeah well you know this is our sort of ace in the hole that if Homelander goes rogue but you know he we, threw that out in the first or second episode. Yeah. Yeah, so that 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 can't be it. The thing about yeah. that video, though, or that moment that we have to remember, though, is Homelander again not a very sentimental person. Mm-hmm. Very could care less about human life. Yeah, he may have wanted to stay. Right. He wanted to go. He forced her to go with him. Mm-hmm. And so, and why did he do that? He could have just left her. Yeah, he could have. Yeah. So, 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 like, well, I, it's another indication that there is very much something that he's holding on to that he's never had with anybody else. Yeah, I mean, he may, you know, it, it, when, you, when you think about Homelander, and and also uh, when you compare that and with the same similar speech that Soldier Boy gave to uh, the Crimson, um, right? Well, yeah, that. That love that they made, that twisted love that they have for for these two in, these two women, um, I don't I don't is is whole, well, but 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 it, the difference is, Soldier Boy. Whenever she rejected him, he was just like, okay, he you know he pulled what Homelander did with. Uh, 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 the Western name from the first season, um, who was Edgar's predecessor. Um, oh gosh, Elizabeth uh, Shoes character. I can't remember her name now. I know who you're talking about. I don't know her name. Yeah. Um, you know, he did basically, you know, that's what Homelander did that first season. You know, you know, laser nuked her right there. And, and we saw the parallels too. So it's very interesting, like you said, to see those parallels between Homelander and Soldier Boy and like, you know, at the end of the day, when they do have their confrontation, um, will Homelander, will Soldier Boy buddy up with Homelander, you know, this, or will he, or will they have a big, a big showdown? Uh, because they're, they're, they're very similar in their, as far as their arcs, the way things are, are going at this point. But, but, but also, you know, but also Soldier Boy's had the Russian programming too. So has that like messed, messed with his, his values and, and judgment as far as how he, how he approaches things. Well, because, there's a, there's a lot of messing with approaches because the biggest betrayal that happened this episode was with mother's milk. Oh yeah. And, and, and like butcher you're here oh how <laughs> like now now it's curious because mm. they're they're in a way i feel like this season they're setting up for season four with butcher it's going to be a redemption mm-hmm. um 
Yeah. Or maybe not. I don't know if he can ever come back to the way he's going. Um, and and even though what um, Huey and Andy Annie are going through, it's kind of like, okay, yeah, the back and forth of it all. We get it. We get it. But every time they do it, you still, they still, the writers still manage to write it in a way that makes sense in terms of what currently, mm-hmm. the, what currently is going on. Like yeah. they're not at odds just because we need more drama that, no, no it, it makes sense with why they continuously are torn apart despite being on the same side with all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, the writers definitely, with Huey's motivations, and now that he can finally stand up and do something, and, and you know, and I think the thing that, you know, Annie was what made Huey so special for her was because he, you know, he, he you know, he wasn't a soup, and, you know, and and just kind of genuine guy, faults and all, even though, you know, he has a, a heart that he could, you know, wants to do all these things but you know um yeah so and, you know and, and she was trying to get away from all these like nasty soup types but yeah but you're right i mean i think the the way they structure it, you know, it where it could easily become like like you said you know cw melodrama it, it, it never does right right and and shout out to the girl who actress who plays ashley oh yeah um because yeah. that that moment with her and Annie, and you see and you see it all the wheels you you almost even hear her say it and and then it's a turn of a knife and she's like oh hell no he he clearly he knew Maeve and Butcher hooked up so he's gonna hear mm-hmm. this conversation he mm-hmm. he's all hearing apparently yeah all knowing so he she isn't gonna say it and and lose everything including her life probably so. So I just, I think that this episode, because there were so many moments of, oh, good, uh, nope. (laughs) 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 Oh, they're gonna, uh, no, like, like the, the, um, these characters, none of them, the heroes included, are not good. Like, like, they're not good. I mean, Annie may be has has the most but but she's also um the poster child for vot right now so yeah yeah yeah. mother's mother's milk i would say annie and mother's milk are like the two probably purest people in the show and maybe is pretty pure yeah yeah. but i don't know maybe it's because they also yeah yeah it it, there are pure characters, but you just you're just waiting. They're like ticking time bomb. Okay, yeah. when is gonna be your train? I mean, they went around, well, they went after Butcher this season, so right. yeah. <laughs> and then Huey, because where Butcher go, Huey follows, of course. Huey, yeah, Huey follows, of course, and then yeah, you know, mothers, you know, and and then you know, but the, but like whenever Mother's Milk and and Butcher go to the legend and. And you know, it's like it's, it's not it's not it's not a it's not a status, it's not a name. It's it's a level. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, but uh, but you know, even with that dynamic, you know, there and 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 the legend, like 
Chuck pointed out to Mother's Milk, like, you, you, you still want to hang out with this guy, Butcher? Because you know the first moment he, he, he can, he's going to do something to you. And sure enough, what happened? Butcher, like, gives him Mickey and, like, Rufy and, like, knocks him out so that they can, you know, lure Sturge boy to the, to, to the Crimson. So Lady Crimson. So it's just like, again, all these motivations that these characters are right. The, you know, we're used to seeing the, the, the boy, the, the soups doing these things, but to see, to see our heroes this season, uh, the, the, the boys being fractured like this, um, mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it definitely adds a, 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 another element to, to this, uh, to, to this season. And, and you, and you're, I think you're right. I mean, we're probably setting up for, uh, a fourth season kind of redemption arc of pull, getting the band back together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, depending on who's standing. Yeah. Um, we, yep. we, we have had a lot of death on the boys, but just saying, sometimes you just need to kill a main character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sometimes you just, you just need oh. to. And, and really this season, um, this episode where, the soldier boy mm-hmm. like conti- his presence continues to grow yeah. and so there's a progression happening so very curious of where that leads and if we'll see jensen next season or what's going on with that so yeah i think i think he's gonna i think he's gonna be around um will yes. do not spoil things for me I'm not spoiling anything. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm I just. I think talking. he's going to be around. You say it like you know something. No, 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 no. I think just the way things are going. I mean, we only have like what? I think two episodes left. So two, three episodes left. So yeah. So I, I just can't see, I, I, I just can't see this character going away anytime soon. Obviously next week we got the, well, actually just tomorrow we've got the much Ballyhooed uh, hero gasm episode. So, uh, you know, so Cover your eyes, kiddos, if you uh, if you if, if you if you can't handle uh, intense uh, intense graphic things happening, <laughs> sex and orgies and all that good stuff. We saw it in Doom Patrol, so we're we're, we're ready. <laughs> yeah, just go watch the Sex Patrol episode of Doom Patrol and that'll yeah, yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a compare and contrast, right? <laughs> and on that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me at Will M. Polk on Twitter, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. And you can find me at S.J. Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and visit our website, www.sceneandnerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. <laughs>